Welcome everyone, you're listening to and perhaps watching Calling the Audible. I'm your host, Pease Delores. I am joined by Stefan Verardi and the soon-to-be pre-vorced. 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 Uh, hanging up on your girlfriend as you start the show. Yeah. Responsible until you get in the couch. How does that work, pre-vorced? Well, what happens is she leaves you and Before. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, breakup. No, no. pre-vorced. It's worse. It's worse because you've invested something. You've invested time. You've invested your feelings. Like, like any relationship. No. <laughs> I mean, that's not been my experience in dating. So <laughs> I have very little experience in dating, and I'd probably keep it that way. So was you, for you, was it breakups or pre-force? I mean, it was one night, and that's it. All right. Fun stuff. Fun so, stuff. So what you're saying is you're single, and ladies should hit exactly. that up. Exactly. Exactly. 1-800-Ferrari. We're, we're working on Ferrari tonight. These are sponsor for FBF Yeah, now. five shots in. <laughs> Moving up in the world, man. Of course. Yeah, you got to make moves. Uh, the man pressing all the buttons is, of course, the Eagle of Master Control. We didn't do awkward introductions. No, we were no, yeah, about to. We were about to. How's Don't the pre-voice not an awkward introduction? Oh, oh it's coming. Oh, no, it's no. coming. Much worse. Um, and, of course, I'll do that during the reset. How's that, Eagle? Halfway through the show to make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just a reminder, I'm peeved. Uh, Mokan is not in today. He's pre-voiced the show for two weeks. <laughs> so you'll have to deal with our uh, very busy our brand of insanity. For now. Because you know, if this show's going on for 14 weeks, he's going to miss again. Yeah. We're also, I'm going to miss a week too. No, you will not. Okay. Can we so we can do call-ins on this show. <laughs> can I call in from Savannah? I don't think you want me to call in from Savannah. You, you should call in how from Savannah. How bad could it be? How worse could it be? How, the question is, how much bourbon can I drink? Fair. Kentucky bourbon? No. We will My find out on another podcast. Sorry? We will find out on another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what did you see this week in Division 6 and 6D? Stuff. Oh, I guess I'm the guy. Well, <laughs> in Div 6... Wait, I wait, saw. wait. Breaking nope. news. Oh, breaking okay. news. Hold on. Uh, Vince Pisano has a recommendation for you, uh, Steph. He goes, uh, Tinder.com. Oh. It's a religious site. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Dave Delarocca says, FarmersOnly.com. Yeah. You, Farmers. don't have, you don't have to be alone at FarmersOnly.com. Farmers is the only. actual slogan. Do I actually have to do work? Because that's not good. That's already a turn off. No, you could just say you have a farm. Can we can we but set up can farm? we set up Stefano's dating profiles while we're doing the show? Oh my god. It's, yes. And get awesome. all the non matches. How many dates are you gonna get by the end of the show? <laughs> Negative this, this, four. This is what we're gonna do. Eagle, we'll, we'll set you'll we'll have you set <laughs> it up. Lose and as we're doing the show, just interject randomly and ask us questions to add onto the forum and Simo and I will give the information. You realize I have a show to produce while doing this. Yes. Do wow. you really produce This it, is what I'm asking produce. you to do, to produce <laughs> the show. show. Now I'm asking you to produce him some sex. Yes. <laughs> Much needed. But I'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> so, this show got off the speaking of Ms. Pazano, we saw, we saw Pension Plan this week. Was yes, I did watch the Pension Plan. Uh, it was a back and forth game against Dog Pound. And uh, I, I don't like the color of their jerseys, but that's, that's something. What is the color of their jerseys? It's like Co- a, those color It's lines. like, you know, like the browns, orange. Yeah. It's supposed to be like that, but it's faded. So it's much worse. But I they, don't, How could it be worse than... Because it was faded? Browns, brown. It's a new jersey, but it looks faded. Well, but that's... They're just but isn't, that a, isn't that is an actual though? color, though? I don't know. Is it, <laughs> is ask, it, is it a style, though? wrong guy like, about color, bro. Actual, you go, what's the like, color? They must have a team picture. Brown? Dog brown pound. is a color. 
faded brown orange looking stuff. It's like he doesn't listen. He does not. He's just there producing the show. It's actual orange. It's not faded. It's it's supposed to be like a I think like a I think brown, brown. I think the scorekeeper may have been faded. <laughs> it's like a it's like ah, a Longhorns orange. Uh, Sorry, it's is like it? a Longhorns orange. It looks like Longhorns jerseys from. Like it does look like it's like now those those Longhorns jerseys are faded. Exactly. <laughs> that's, see, I, that's what I was saying. Nobody ever pays attention to me when I talk. So yeah, going back to the game at hand, uh, it was pretty back and forth until pension plan finally made a stop. Because uh, that was pretty much their problem during the first half of the game. But once they made their stop and they capitalized on it, they took they took they took a one score lead and uh, they took that into the half. And in the second half, it was more of the same. Pension plan started with the ball, and uh, they wasted a lot of the clock. So Doc Pound could not really come back after they scored again. So they were up by two scores. But Doc Pound came back. They scored and. They tried to tie the game, but they threw an interception to Joel Marziliano, his yeah. only stat of the game. It's a big one, though. Pretty big one. It was in the end zone, too, so it was a pretty big play. He was very hyped, and uh, he told me to give him five tackles, even though it was just one interception, but I gave him one interception because that's my job. And uh, that well, was why that would game. Why he want five tackles if the pick is better? Yeah, but he yeah. wants the pick and five tackles because oh, he made a, a very, Yeah, pretty much. The, uh, there's also a huge... It was three touchdowns with Anthony CJ, but one huge touchdown going to the most unguardable man in FPF, Junior Spera. You're seeing that on the screen right now. Yeah, well, uh, you see, Junior Spera is a, is, a, is, a, is a... He's a big man, okay? He makes me look... Small, like a slightly, less, like a big slightly less big man. Exactly, yeah. that's the perfect word. I was looking that for was that. was my philosophy of having you two on the show with oh, me today. Okay, really? Wow, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. we're going there. Yeah, we're that's getting right. over there. <laughs> Nobody likes you, Simo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, in that, uh, so Junior, him uh, in the red zone, especially, all he does, he snaps the ball. He takes two steps to the right. He turns around and he's right there, waiting for that ball in the gut. This time he made the dive though. He yeah. f- he caught it like diving, which well, was hilarious. People don't realize he's actually uh, he's he's a very good athlete. He's just a really big dude. He really is. Like I've uh, I don't know him, but I know people that have known Junior. I know Junior, but I've known him. I've kn- I know people that have known him for a long time. I've <laughs> do you said know him? Known. I don't, I don't have any more okay. information. Than when you there is. Wait, do you person. know him or do you know people? That I know him, or do you but know I know people, people that know him, know him longer know him. than I. But I've he known also him. knows him. But I know him. Exactly. So, so, Junior, you can you can hit you can hit uh, Stefan Berardi up on ChristianMingle.com. I th- I thought it was uh, Farmers.com. Was that? Oh, we're gonna it? get you another one. Oh, sense. okay, okay. You're gonna be everywhere because there's, uh, there's plenty of fish, so to speak. Oh, wow! Another very clever name for a AmishSingles.com. AmishSingles. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes you wonder too much how work. are they signing up? Do you remember? Oh, that's a very good question. That's Eagle, a very do you remember? Good do you <laughs> don't they like hate electricity or something like that? Um, do you remember Eagle when we? Uh, when we built a, d- a dating uh, uh, dating profile for one of the original hosts on Calling the Audible, uh, Andrew Dana, actually the original host on Calling the Audible, uh, we r- we listed his favorite movie as books. <laughs> was that I mean, actually that a good it movie? Work. It didn't <laughs> work. It didn't work. It was I the mean, worst dating profile. It made sense because that's Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so going back to Junior, <laughs> if he had uh, taken it more seriously, he would have made strides in becoming a very uh, very good athlete in uh, in uh, this uh, in uh, in football. He's just he's a very athletic for a big man. His signature move is catch the ball and twirl until yeah. you get flagged. Wait, what? And it usually takes fifteen yards before they get there. He yeah. just twirls and twirls, and it's well, hard he's, to he's, tackle. He's got, he's got quick feet. He does. He yeah. does. It's very impressive. He's very hard on himself too, though. Sometimes when he does not get the job done. Simo, you catch anything? Yes, my boy is Mac with the mm-hmm. big win over DGC. 
uh, in Division 6D. We believe that DJC would have been a, well, should be a, one of the best teams in Division 6D altogether. They were almost in Division 6. They were like on the cusp. They were the one team that yeah. was decided to go Division 6, 6D. And, and to balance the divisions, they ended up in 6D. And last week we discussed how we all felt, well, all in, not including Stefano, but including Mokan. Felt that DJC would be one of the strongest teams in 6D. The, like the one team you want to beat if you want to prove that you're a contender in Division 6D. And this, it's a good win for McDowell. They never had really like a... They're, they're not based on a strong offense. But their defense has always been solid. They've been kept keeping games to low scores. And this is a perfect example of what McDowell's been doing since the fall season. Is they win games 20-19. Is 18, Sean Martin... 14. If, if DGC get bumped up into Division D for the play, uh, Division 6 for the playoffs, is Sean Martin a strong enough quarterback for DGC? I give you the team this time because you might break down the quarterback for the wrong team. No, I only do that for rushers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> uh, I honestly, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I've seen him play decent. Like, he's he's okay, he's good, but he's not the best quarterback in the division. And the problem is when you move into a division that's a bit deeper and defenses are a little bit better, you tend to see little flaws be exploited by the defenses. And if he starts throwing a few more turnovers, DGC's defense might not be able to keep them in the game for long enough. I caught unknown talent as on six ballers. Um, was during my game, so it was on and off. Um, Alessandro Barazzoni looks great, man. He looks good. They added um, they, they, they added uh, Nicky Farinaccio, who wasn't there in this game, but the core itself is so strong. Um, they even have uh, Alex Dacula on the team. Uh, Alex the, the other version. Dacula. The His other nickname Dacula. is the other. The so other. from henceforth, he'll be known one. as Alex the other Dacula. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for for uh, zone, zone six balls, it was it was a game that started okay. Uh, early on, there was a, a big score that got the team super hype. Uh, the game was, I believe, seven six at the time. And then that was it for Gentile Valbonard. That was that was the last time he was able to get um, anything else on the board. Did you catch anything else, uh, Stefano? Uh, I also caught uh, the hot sauce sports game, yeah. which uh, was uh, rough on the eyes. Rough on the eyes. Yes, <laughs> I feel like if peas you had other receivers. Four of them were not there. Four of them were not there. <laughs> Two of his strong guys didn't show up. You were playing the seventh rounders, by the way. Yeah, yeah. that's a very interesting team there. I have a couple. I have a story of that team, but I might not mention it. But I will, will because, because I had to stories. say something. And uh, so if he, if UPs had those two guys, it would have been a bigger lead, a bigger win. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing with seventh rounders, it's a lot of new guys. Yeah. Okay. And, and you have some guys who played in another league. Yeah. You have a, some guys well, they're new to FPF. Yeah, like so, like MFL. I've always said that. So, like Stephen Harper saw it, and, and the guys from Outlaws, who are a strong Division Five team, and they've added some FPF pieces. But those guys are came into FPF as like a, a good Division Division Five team, are the strongest team in MFL. So, right. you know, guy, other teams that come in from MFL, Division Six is a good place to start. Division Six D, Division Six, yep. but uh, so it's a mix of some guys from FPF and guys from that league. Um, it's a different kind of league in terms of the schemes that you see on defense. And I know we call the defense that they've never seen before. Uh, so, therefore, the second half, uh, the quarterback just looked lost. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, it's, that's just – we won that game just an experience because you're right. We didn't have the roster to win that game. No. Um, we have two guys who never play offense on the field. And uh, we won that game entirely on defense. Yes, that was a. You guys have the the, the defense that could compete with a team that 
needs to learn more of the ropes of uh, how the the, the difference in level of competition from MFL, MFL yeah. to FPF, and uh, you know they they just get they're gonna learn. You know they they had they have some players that know how to play, but they gotta make some calls that are less predictable. I'll say because mm-hmm. they have a pretty predictable, uh, simple playbook. They make that a bit more complex to like mess with other defense more like with defensive schemes then they'll have a better chance but uh, it takes time right i mean they got they gotta have a feel for how it is in this uh, league that's uh I mean, and they'll be fine this isn't so bad like uh right they, like the, the, the scoreline so like they were up 13 nothing yeah they were they were up so so they scored, they hit the ball first they scored okay um i threw the interception they scored mm-hmm. and then we changed our defense uh, to I, I was explaining to you by yeah. my tax where it was a lot of sh- we're sh- I don't want to go into too much detail but we're shooting a lot of gaps mm-hmm. and an, uh, there was an option on the backside mm-hmm. and um, because of that it always looked like we started in the same defense and we all ended up in a different place because we we, we changed our defense in play based on what they yeah, were yeah. doing but which again if you if you don't know that that's what we're doing you can't exploit it and therefore they they, they literally. Couldn't move the ball. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, considering they, they had a hot start, right? Like they, they scored 14 in the first half, six in the second half. So, yeah, considering they only lost by five, you, so sh- you was, shut them out in the second half. It was it was a shutdown. Essentially, so we they scored the first two drives. Then they didn't score till the end of the game, where it was just they, like garbage time, garbage time whatever. points. The game was over. So they're often like it doesn't struggled. show like that game was just yeah. controlled. You know, they're often struggled, but. Your, their defense wasn't terrible. No, right? like you only scored well, no, three touchdowns. The, the thing is, their, de- their defense, their players are competent, and the defense is competent because MFL is a good league. The guys know standard sch- schemes and standard plays, and so the team's not bad. It's just in comparison to uh, to what we see in FPF, in comparison to what teams do in FPF, it makes it difficult. Steph, uh, if you drive 43 miles away to Alder Bend, New York, you're going to meet 23 year old cowgirl 902730388. She's looking for a man between 18 and 99 years old. Oh. Uh, you are between 18 and 99 years old. I am between 18 and 99. Wow. She's a uh, I kind of fit trip. the qualifications. <laughs> we go. We she's, split gas money. She's open for things. <laughs> okay. She's uh, on the looking out. You know. 18 to 99. Looking up, man. Just 18 looking to 99. So if that. you're 100 years old, it just sucks to be you. Yeah, it really So would you catch anything else in 16? Games-wise, no. But there's one thing I want to bring up. Okay. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, bef- like in the preseason, the teams that were, like, you know, on the cusp but didn't necessarily make mm-hmm. it into uh, Division Six D or made it into Division Six. Uh, there's a few teams that, you know, were frustrated with how they were ranked. Yeah. Which which is fair. Like if you if you anticipate playing in Division Six D and you're let's say bumped into Division Six, it's a little bit stronger. That the difference between the two is marginal because technically we don't know Division Six D could end up being the stronger division, but. Th- like it's to me, it's not a big enough disparity to actually make it like a big deal. Right? Yeah. Like, just playing Division Six, it's not the end of the world. But some teams feel like it is. Well, but like the thing is, it like it looking across the board, there's not a ton of blowouts. Like people, no? be, the games have been good. It's been one of the most engaging divisions. Well, aside from six, like six, the forfeits, for instance, like the, sorry, the forfeits or forfeits, like don't look at the six. Yeah, yeah forfeits, and, and then blowouts. there was a game where uh, a team showed up like half an hour. Yeah, late. I was there. Uh, there was a uh, goon squad against the Warriors uh, before last they were. Night. S- yeah, it was last night. Uh, they were supposed to be. This is goon squad. We're supposed to be seven players when uh, when the game started, but there was an incident before they got. 
to the they game. Got into an accident they got way. into an accident on the way. Thankfully, they're okay. But uh, that kind of, uh, you know, they didn't have enough players. They had four guys, and the rule is every five minutes, six points. So by the time a fifth member of their team showed up, they were already down 18-0. They didn't have their quarterback, Goon Squad. And uh, then uh, the uh, Warriors just, you know, they, they played their game. They did what they did. They used it as a practice scrimmage. It seemed that way because then it ended uh, 45 nothing. but an unfortunate incident. But thankfully, everybody's okay in that team. Yeah. Yeah, that, like, that's one of the blowouts, but then again, if... Yeah, like, there, there's going to be some, but I'm saying overall... Yeah, but if Kunsua would have been seven... It would have been tighter, game, for sure. It would not have been 45 nothing. It would have been a completely different story. Yeah, it would have. Meatballers is one of those teams, however, now, two two weeks in a row after their first week loss. Uh, they were a team we knew might dominate Division 6D. Um, their two uh, wins in the last two weeks have, have really um, stood out. Uh, Johnny Cassati... Uh, nine completions, fourteen nine nine for fourteen, hundred and forty four yards, four four touchdowns. Um, just lighting up the Dirty Birds. Not sure if it's Dirty Birds. We know are a team that's been struggling so far. Um, plus, they beat Potatoes last mm-hmm. week. Who's a team that like the two the two teams they've beaten are teams that are one and two, and they got shut up by Bud Knights, which Simo says has a legendary defense. I mean, it's the best defense in football. Hey, they have two Bud Knights have two shutouts in three weeks. I mean, that's pretty good. It is. It's, it's, it, it's impressive. Didn't they only allow six points in that other game? No, they lost the one game, didn't they? I mean, we can all we can all look. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> you know, if there's if there's only a twice, no, they they lost twenty four thirteen. Two Los Yetes of Eagles who are three no. But Knights, come on. But uh, going back to the Just B ballers, but Knights. the B ballers. Uh, honestly, their defense was. Uh, Kind of uh, put uh, dir- the Dirty Birds to shame, let's just say. As you see, uh, Ryan Aker, e- or Aker, e- I don't know how to pronounce his name. But he threw six interceptions. Yeesh. And uh, that's uh, if you expect to throw six interceptions and win a game, you might have to get mentally checked out. But you might have to. out of those six picks, uh, four of them were run back for a touchdown. For a touchdown. Yeah. So... Yeesh. They basically <laughs> the B ballers literally split their points in half from off on offense and defense like almost evenly. Well, but like no points are scored on special teams, so win. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I mean, they, they, they stopped there. the special teams. I mean, the punts were never <laughs> run back. <laughs> there we go. And uh, you know there were no missed field goals, so I mean you know it's uh, so there's that considered that a win. At least. <laughs> but so yeah, the B ballers team. I I wasn't at their. I was on another field, but I saw glimpses of their game, and uh, they just looked like they were having a field day with. Uh, the Dirty Birds. It was a uh, pretty hard. Well, for four pick sixes. Well, every time I turned back, I saw an interception return for a touchdown, and that was probably like three times. So, so yeah, not very good. specifically Division Six. Mm-hmm. Um, now in the NFL, we know there's like a stat that says teams that start zero and three have X amount of percent of making the playoffs yep. and it's super low. Um, only th- X amount of teams have made the playoffs if they're going one three. We don't know the numbers. Um, in very FPF. Low. While more teams do make the playoffs, there's only 10 games. You've, you've, you've gone winless in 30% of your season. Is it the same kiss of death in Division Six as it would be, uh, let's say, what we know of in the NFL? Well, in my opinion, no, because in the NFL, they have 16 games to play. And uh, that in, uh, in FPF, you can have three wins and still be in the playoffs. So they still have half of their games. And uh, they have a little more than half of their games to get those three wins. I've seen three win teams make it to the playoffs. So, I, in my opinion, it's not the kiss of death like the NFL. I tend to agree with Steph. I've seen 0 and 3 teams 
turn it around quickly. Finish like if you if you're able to make it uh, two and four, two and five, you're still in playoff contention considering how many teams make it into the playoffs. Yeah, we're looking at divisions where 16 out of 20 will make it. So if only four teams don't make the playoffs, there's a solid chance that it maybe even two and eight team makes the playoffs. And getting two wins out of your last seven games is very plausible. Also, for the NFL schedule, people seem to forget, but usually you have a lot of divisional games at the beginning of the season and everything, which impacts exactly how the standings end up. You have the that in FPF too, though. Yes, but it's different in that sense because there's so many more teams in the division. The yeah. divisional record doesn't matter as much. Whereas if you go down 0-3 in your own division, well, that means you're already behind the eight ball against all the other teams and everything. So you're basically you're losing two games at once. Um, so let's evaluate these 0-3 teams uh, so far. Uh, what we have a goon squad, fourth and twenty TBA replacements. Um, what do you guys? Sorry. And zone six ballers. And zone six ballers. Sorry. Um, so you know, look at a team or two of the, from that list, guy, gentlemen, and tell me what you think of them and uh, if they, you think they can turn their season around. Well, as we know, replacements have been uh, known to make the playoffs and. Uh, Usually they are part of the upset of the first week in playoffs. So I see them out of those five teams that are more likely to switch it around. Goon squad, unfortunate incident that happened. So, But uh, I've seen their game when they had a full squad and they need to work on some kinks. Fourth and 20, they've been known as the uh, Miami Dolphins types nice. because of their color scheme. And jerseys. And, uh, and jerseys, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we all know Miami had a Owen. One in fifteen. No, they, weren't they like four and zero first, and then they no, I know, come. but like back in the, in like a recent past, and they finished the season with like one. Yeah, win. with Ken Cameron scored someone one in fifteen. Yeah, it was one. They scored the last play of the last game. So basically, they're living up to that Miami Dolphin team. But uh, in my opinion, replacements are the most likely the, the team that get out of it. I think that fourth and twenty is one of the teams that has a chance of turning around. We've seen it in the past. Like it's one of those teams where a lot of people just think, oh, they're they're not good. They'll be at the bottom. And then they surprise one or two teams, and like we just mentioned a few minutes ago, where two and eight, three and seven could get you in. Fourth and twenty could be sneaking a, like one or two wins by, you know, week six or seven, and then you're looking at a potential two and four record that could sneak them in. They just lost a very close game to Vultures, who I believe is a very strong team in the division by a single point, which puts more stock in what fourth and twenty could do against future opponents. Their schedule hasn't been, you know, it it's been okay, like it. It wasn't the most brutal of schedules, but considering who's left in Division 6 for them to play, I believe they'll be able to get away with a few wins. Um, what about a team like Goon Squad? Do you guys see it? Uh, Goon Squad, uh, they have to work on, uh, you know, they, they it's as if they shoot themselves in the foot often mm -hmm. because uh, what I see is some of the receivers, they drop open passes and they all hate themselves after that, but like, there's catches that you just have to make. Like, there's no chance. There, there shouldn't be a chance that you drop a pass when there's, like, no defender in any site. And then after, that would be on, like, a key third or fourth down. And mm -hmm. then after, oh, you went up for it on fourth. You failed the fourth down. But that's a good point, actually. Yeah. We, we played against him. And I remember, like, thinking to myself, like, they looked so upset and miserable. And I was like, you know, if you guys were having fun, you'd probably play better. <laughs> you'd be more loose. Yeah, it doesn't take much to upset them. Uh, they usually get upset at each other. I've yeah. seen that. They get mad at each other. Not them Italians. Yeah, I mean, like, this is the, the reputation that uh, perceives us, pursues us or something. I'm using a very technical word I'm not familiar with. Peruses. Peruses? No. I'm, I'm, no. Peruses the order of the my, mine sounds better. Punishes us. But, nah. 
Nah, percentage. I think us. it's percentage. Percentage. Is percentage us. is us. Yeah, percentile Percent. of anger. There you go. Make it sense. makes you a number. Yeah, I saw number. Uh, that TBA game against my Div Two, the Mighty Ducks, on uh, Sunday. D Two, not Div Two. It's a reference to the movie D Two, the Mighty Ducks. It's still the worst. Because uh, the second season is Ducks. Yes, I, I know. I get it. It's just Why would it be Div Two? <laughs> I would just say Div Two, and we're clearly talking about Have you never watched the Mighty Ducks? I will kill you both. Can There's we answer the question? Yes, Can we I have lie. a Muddy Ducks watch party? <laughs> oh, that would be great. Did you never hear of the V formation? Like, honestly, that's yes. the one part that I it's recall. It's the most sexual part of the movie. It, it's very, also very. probably the worst formation. Oh, yeah, it's got awful in actual <laughs> hockey, but hey, it worked. It worked for Vendetta. Fun fact, Muddy Ducks goalkeeper is in uh, prison for meth. Yeah, we covered that uh, last season. Well, uh, yeah, that was last season. I'm talking this season. It happened again. So Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Speaking about yeah, go, TVA. Go Oh, uh, I saw I saw the games against the Mighty Ducks on Sunday at Loyola, and honestly, it was a closer game than I would have expected, considering what TBA is at the moment. Their offense isn't really, you know, hitting the ground up, and their Mighty Ducks have been a strong team in Division Six. I just, it was one of those games where TBA got into their own heads and were weirdly aggressive about some certain things. Like, you, it's flag football. Don't drop your shoulder into guys. It's it's very simple. They just think it's a legal play. No, no, the guy was just mad. The guy oh, was okay. right down the sidelines. The guy stepped in front of him, and instead of you know going out of bounds or stopping okay. or whatever, he just, just dropped his shoulder. That yeah, makes sense. So, aside from that, it was like their <coughs> offense made some nice plays. Sean Yofi has been playing really well. He's a, a, he's fast, and he's going to be a guy that causes problems to a lot of guys. We've known the Gottlieb brothers for a long time, and they're, they've all been also known to be like very s- good playmakers on in FPF, let alone Division Six. So I think this team's going to get together. Their quarterback needs a little bit more time. Brett Rosenberg is not necessarily the most refined quarterback in FPF just yet. But he made some nice throws, and his play calling is getting better. If they're able to keep a game like the Mighty Ducks to only seven points, they should be able to beat the guys left on their schedule. Next week, they're playing replacements. They, the score was 37-30. Yeah, they lost by seven. Oh, I, I thought you said if they um, were able to hold them to seven, I was like, they didn't hold them to seven no. at all. They lost it's by the seven. opposite of that. So, considering they have replacements, Channel 4 News Team, Vultures le- next, they could win two of those games. Right? So, if you're able to win two of the next three games, or, you know, two of the next four games, you'll be two and six. You should be all right to put yourself in a nice position for the playoffs. Or at least make a run in the playoffs, considering you've started 0 3. Yeah. Um,. Fat Diablos. They're one of those teams, like you were saying, they were complaining about being put into Div 6. Yep. Uh, they thought they should be in 6D. Oh, they didn't think they would be in 7? Um, well, I thought they should have been in 7. Oh, okay. But no, in, in reality, last time uh, Michael DeGear was at quarterback, I believe they were either 500 or 4 and 6. I believe it's the first season as quarterback, no? No. It's no? I've seen season. him throw once, maybe as a replacement. but No, no, no. He, he played a season at quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they've done this Sorry. before, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, you know, this is a team with just friends, uh, but they still want to be competitive. Um, and they have a lot of FPF veterans. So, considering how they were crying, they are now 2-1. and One, one of them is being a forfeit, fair. Yeah. But they're very competitive in the last game. They yeah. won a good game against replacements. Well, it was a loss that turned to a forfeit because the other team violated the cap. But not, re- not the replacements game. This week, no, no. When they played TBA week one, the forfeit. I, I said that. And that was uh, they lost that game to TBA. Yes, but TBA had a wrong. So another two and one coming just off a win they against replacements. They yeah. should have been one and two. Yeah, but Simon's not paying attention to. But they won the game. I'm saying yeah, they beat the replacements. Six. Yes, they did. Uh, is what I'm saying. So, um, how well do you expect him to do with an inexperienced quarterback and a general lack of speed? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, their name is Fat Diablos. Yeah. 
I like to. I was pretty proud of myself in the article last week. I, I my headline for their game was the devil wears fatso. Wow, <laughs> is that is that I an affordable it. brand? What? Is that an affordable fatso brand? is the most affordable brand. Yeah. Okay, good. Sure. I, have tr- I have trouble finding clothing, so I need some. Devil's worth Good nice America, bro. I'm telling oh, you, I should, eh? But Jesus. my passport <laughs> might be declined. Anyways, the uh, the quarterback is uh, Mike Michael DeGear, right? I've seen him throw. He is uh, an interesting uh, character. For the WWE fans, he's like Sheamus, which is hilarious. And uh, okay. he, you, know, you should see Sheamus. He's like a very you, – you should. You'll, you can put Sheamus on the screen. Sheamus. <laughs> Sheamus. I don't know who that is. That's None okay. of us know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> the first Sheamus Just you find Sheamus. Sheamus. WWE. There you go. That's not complicated. There, see? There he is. Okay. looks like him. Anyways, but uh, as for his style of play uh, – he he is not fast. I'm not fast. Pease is not fast. Simon is slower than us. No, I'm slower. Wow! I'm <laughs> <laughs> right there. Oh, it's okay. I'm making up for the whole putting me on farmers, whatever, love.com, whatever. I didn't put you on farmers. Well, either. they did. The we near did. part of them. <laughs> there's also. <laughs> I mean, you put you on Farmsville. <laughs> Steph, there's also Farm Girl 57009454. She's 26 in Green Valley, Ontario. She's looking for a long term. Christian, Caucasian, non-smoker, drinking on special occasions with no children, college grad, agri-business professional. Oh, that sounds wow. You're, you're that a lot sounds of those like things. Me. I'm a lot of those things. What is with the numbers at the end of every of these calculations? Double O, bro. Double O. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to nice. uh, Michael DeGear, he ha- he doesn't have much of an arm, but he they adjust their playbook to their quarterback, obviously. Because I mean, they, they have can't to, make, right? They have to, of course. That's so like he, here's yet. the thing, is, and that leads into the next question is, do you think Francois Martin is the right "quote unquote" QB coach for uh, Michel Michael DeGuerre? Because Francois Martin reads the field quickly and has an has a very strong arm. Yes, he does. And I feel like the plays that he's feeding his dude aren't entirely effective for someone with the, who doesn't have that skill set. Well, if he wants to learn more than three plays, it's the wrong coach. Also true. Oh wow. All right. Well, I mean, where's the bus? Because uh, you know, <laughs> no, but I it's gr- running over. <laughs> it's, no, I agree with you that I don't think Francois Martin is the right coach for that. Just I mean, I think like he's helped me personally. He's helped me a lot, like technically, like he's do this, look here, move your feet this way. But like uh, in terms of play calling, I don't, I don't know if he calls. Like I don't know if Francois Martin is comfortable with the concepts that can help Michael Deguer improve quickly. So, well, look, like. Looking over what they've done over the first two weeks, they've had nine interceptions in two weeks, the f- week one and two, right? So if he's trying to make the same throws as François Martin, this is what's going to happen. He's going to throw five interceptions per game because he's going to underthrow every single receiver and his guys are not fast. So not only are they not going to win the, the patterns that they need to win. So the windows are small. <laughs> so on top of that, the, like the, the, the ball won't be placed properly. So considering they've only thrown one interception to get replacements, who's always been known as a good defense in Division Six. It's a it's good sign. It's an improvement of yeah. what they've been doing. Maybe they've changed the play calling, saying, "Listen, this is obviously not working out. You need to try something different." And it does. It could be François Martin who's feeding him different plays, saying, "Listen, I these could work for you, or this these guys should be open, or maybe someone else stepped up in the team and said, "Listen, maybe use your snapper a little bit more, maybe use guys underneath a little bit more." It doesn't need to be complicated mm-hmm. to be successful in FPF. You just need to find something that works for you and stick with it. Uh, Joe Marzulliano says, "Come on, man." Okay. okay. Is that is that Marzulliano says past inmates, uh, and we have Nimrod who says, "What's up, Steph?" Oh, okay, cool. 
What's up, Steph? So not, not us. What's up, Nims? Nobody been... likes you guys. I told you. I'm a very likable person, and nobody I'm likes right. you. And uh, what's his last name? Jenikovsky. Jenikovsky. I thought it was harder to pronounce. No, it's actually very easy. All names are difficult for you to pronounce. <laughs> you know what? That might be my major problem, but... You should call them Ninoid hard to pronounce. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, what's past inmates? Eagle. <laughs> what is past inmates? I mean, it's Google people. past inmates. It's people who used to be in prison. Google. Okay, but what is he referring to? <laughs> Google past inmates. And who said that again? Google will say no, it who next. said past <laughs> inmates? Top stories. New York inmates with mental illness are held in prison past their release date. Now we know. Now we know, guys. But what is he referring Sorry, to? To you, Steph. So the, the inmates were held there that's beyond. Not that's to not at the, all the what I'm days. asking about. I'm asking why was it mentioned? It doesn't matter. Well, I'm kind of curious. So let's rank the subdivisions. Yeah, go for <laughs> it. Looking at sort of like the, the, the teams that are most successful right now in, in, in the uh, subdivisions. What? So the top end of these subdivisions... Let's rank them from hardest to weakest. So Conference A East, Unknown Talent, Scranton Stragglers, Dog Pound, Pension Plan. Conference A West, Warriors, Hot Sauce, NWO, <laughs> Seventh Rounders. Conference B East, Dirty Laundry, Vultures, The Pack, um, Channel 4 News Team. I always have difficulty reading the... Uh, Kent. It looks like yep. you put Kent. looks like something else too. All right, cool. Uh, Channel 4, uh, sorry, uh, Conference B West has Average Joe's VIB, Vic in a Box. Fat Diablos and D2, the Mighty Ducks. So rank them and give me like a quick rationale as to why. We have a clarification on the numbers. Uh, when Steph asked uh, why do the girls have numbers, it's because that's their past inmate number. Oh, okay. See, that makes sense now. See, before I had no idea what he was talking about, but it makes sense. Now it makes sense. It does. Why? She's looking for 18 to 99. Yes. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she, she, needs <laughs> she just doesn't want to live alone. Anything. Go back to her wrong ways. Listen, man. A life sentence is long. <laughs> Um, but are we ranking them from uh, skill level to so like uh, the t- which uh, which of these subdivisions have the hardest let's say top half? Oh, okay. So like am- against each other, I would say the strongest division, strongest division, competitive, like the competitiveness yeah. amongst these four teams. Do you want to start stuff further? Uh, give no, me a you quick question as to why. So the number one to me is Conference A East, uh, unknown talent. Dog Pound is a decent expansion plan. Should be playing better than they are. Unknown talent is probably the best team in the division altogether. Agreed. And the rest, like even Scran- Scranton Scramblers, Stranglers. Stranglers office. Sorry. Right. I know. Uh, Pension Plan, it's good teams that are sort of lost in a mix because of who they're playing. So that would be my number one conference. It's probably the hardest one to play in. Conference B West with Average Joes, Vic in the Box, Fat Diablos, and D2. The Ducks are good. Vic in the Box is good. Average Joes is playing above average like they're they're playing well enough to make it into the playoffs and then we'll see what happens it, it I guess Fat Diablos and TBA are interchangeable here because TBA technically won that game yes. I, I believe TBA is the stronger team of the two but either way like it's a, it's a good conference as it is and then there's Conference B East and Conference A West Conference B East Dirty Laundry Vultures The Pack Channel 4 News Team should be good. Vultures is a strong team. Channel 4 News team has been successful in the past. The Pack is a weird team that I always have a hard time putting my finger on. Are they good? Are they just getting by? I never know. It depends on the seasons, I guess. And Conference A West, there's just nobody in that division, so it's the worst. Fair. Makes sense. Uh, Conference A East, uh, unknown talent, in my opinion, should be a uh, Division 5 team. Mm-hmm. They are strong. And the fact that they, uh, they, they started... Most of them started uh, in the Fall Cup, and they won with five players. Might I add? So uh, that's a that's they they are they are talented. They're a bunch of uh, 
tackle football players that adjusted well to flag games. That's usually a, a huge adjustment for most tackle football teams to flag. Uh, so in my that conference, I feel is uh, unknown talent, and then everybody else. So in uh, conference A West, that's uh, interesting. My say uh, conference. I mean, uh, they're all equally unpredictable. So there could that's be times. Nice, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Rob always tells me be nice to people, and Ellen says be kind to one another. Ellen. So you're too. Be your own man. You're too man. Well, Ellen is the man of that relationship, as you can tell. So, uh, conference A West, as I was saying, uh, the Warriors, they are, uh, they're they they are a good team. Why is everybody laughing hysterically? <laughs> Ellen is the man of that Ellen relationship. Ellen is the man of that relationship. But you said that like you said that 20 times before. I've said it, it twice. Just, <laughs> it just okay? Came you off just weren't there the first time. So there you Apparently. go. Enlighten you. But uh, yeah, uh, there's uh, there's not much standout players in uh, Conference A West, and there's not many standout teams. So that's, in my opinion, the weaker challenge. Uh, Dirty Laundry, Vultures, The Pack, and Channel 4 News Team. Vultures are probably better than how they played this week usually uh dirty landry is a team that needs to uh discover well connect with each other better like there's a lot of miscommunication and stuff uh the pack like simon said is a team that uh they are either good bad or nothing and uh they're just uh they're, they're always there they're just that that like you know mid table for soccer fan Soccer fan mid-table team that just you don't know whether they are actually better than the top half or worse than the top ha- or worse than the bottom half. And uh, conference B West, uh, Vic in a box is a uh, usually a good team. Uh, Fat Diablos and uh, TBA, you said mm-hmm. that's going to be interchange. Uh, they will probably uh, wow, that was bad. They uh, that's a D two Mighty Ducks. I haven't really seen them, but. They are uh, t- they are a team that also needs to figure out their offensive schemes and stuff, but uh, in this subdivision, I would say the hard the weakest would be uh, Conference A West. The, str- the, sh- the hardest would be uh, Conference B East because they are more or less the same skill level. All right. Um, so you've heard Stefan already break down some of the teams in the division. I'm going to ask for a quick breakdown. Of some of the other teams, some of the lower tier teams. Uh, now, I'm going to put a disclaimer. This segment is meant in jest. It's, we're going to get 90 seconds of Stefano's thoughts <laughs> uh, as Eagles using my filibustering to cube the music. Um, I, if you have a problem with what he's saying, examine your priorities in life. Uh, it's really meant as a joke. Uh, Stefan Berardi, when he sends me uh, updates as to what's happening at the field, what's going on, we're, we're a big league. We can't all be everywhere. So uh, I use our scorekeepers as a way to keep track on games and what's going on around the league in general. Um, and so Stefano is one of the guys I correspond with a lot, specifically for Division Six. Uh, and his breakdowns are usually really funny. And this is a somewhat subdued version of that because he can't say a lot of those things on the air. Uh, and I bring you, gentlemen, 90 seconds of heat with Stefano Berardi. Wow, that is terrible entry music. So I'm going to give you a team. Yep, go for it. You give me a breakdown of what the team's uh, performance performances typically look like. Potatoes. Oh, they uh, live up to their name of being sacks of a thing. A thing, pretty much, yeah. They're just there. They're pretty mm-hmm. much just there. Chocolate barracudas. Chocked up barracudas. 
Chocolate. Great. Chocolate barracudas. <laughs> uh, chocolate barracudas would be a better name. <laughs> well, chocolate barracudas, I hope you're sweeter than your actual play because that is uh, something that is very hard and sour to the eyes. Uh, replacements. Replacements, they are usually good. They've been bad. They have the same quarterback. They lose players. And uh, they need help. Zone 6 Ballers. Zone 6 Ballers, a bunch of athletes that are just there to waste an hour of fun with their friends. Uh, they are us- They were better last time. This time, not so much. But uh, you'll get there. Green Monster. Green Monster jerseys, very nice. That's about it. <laughs> seventh Rounders. Seventh Rounders, know your rules. There was one of your guys asked me if a timeout stops the time. Not lying. <laughs> so, like, a timeout that didn't stop the time, would that just be, hey, ref, stop Hi. the time. How's it going? How's everything? How's the wife? Uh, TBA. Uh, to be announced um, as a team that is lacking in talent. All right. Fourth and uh, Oh, come on. Uh, should be 93 seconds. 90 seconds. Just like that. Look at that. Flew before by. you even knew it, before you got there, Stefano got I there. I got there first. All the time. <laughs> I have one last match for you, Steph. How many and numbers at the end of her one, prison code? Cowgirl 2823-2013. Wow. It just happens to work that's, out that way. That's a release date. So that's her release date. Was she released five years ago? No. Oh, I, right I really then. do think she's the one for you. She's Is she? 21, lives 78 miles away in Newport Center, Vermont. Mm, she's Newport looking Center. for a man. 21 oh, man. to 31. I'm 23. Six feet to six six. I'm six three. Look at that. She's flying. And she doesn't have a preferred body type or smoke. That's good because I'm fat and very unattractive to women. But wait, it gets better. <laughs> oh. She has a description. Okay. A little about me. I have a Morgan horse, but I li- have a lot of admiration mm-hmm. and interest in gypsy v- uh, vanners or vanners. I don't know. I've my seen weekends a seahorse. during the summer and fall usually consist of me helping my father run our hounds on bear. Am I the bear that he runs the hounds I work at a small flooring mill. I know it's not an impressive job, but it pays the bills. That's good. I love most animals. Hopefully one day I can have a farm or homestead of my own. And she has multiple pictures other than just one. I really do think this is the one stuff. Well, I hate being on a farm. I was <laughs> That was already horrible. But uh, I. So why are you on FarmersOnly.com? That's because desperation is a cruel mistress, I tell you. I- I'm surprised. I'm surprised she still has a, a Morgan. She hasn't gone to go find a way to Rivian. But I mean she has she has she still pays the bills. So I mean Vince that's says she's on parole on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Vince Pizzano seems to know a lot about he really about does this dating maybe he found justice that. system. Maybe he found that well, that that was the basis of the He's website. He's forwarding these to Eagle oh, by the way. Wow. Nice. Uh Eagle what time is it? Games of the week because oh, I write God. the division six article and I make predictions in Mark Andre's article and don't want to take away from that. When Eagle gives us the game, I will break down, give you a quick breakdown of the teams, and then you guys choose the games, and then we won't keep track of it, so it doesn't actually matter. All right. So we're going to start off with BDR versus Potatoes. BDR. So, yeah, let's go. All right. Potatoes are a sack of things that are... Because potatoes are a sack of things. things, BDR is a great name. That's also... And it stands for some bar that is somewhere I've never been in my life. You know that's not... doesn't stand for a bar, right? No? What is it? Yeah, the hood, like a uh, roadie. Isn't it Brasserie or something? All right. I'm pretty well, sure it's Rosedale Brasserie or something. Rosedale Renovations yeah, versus what? DGC. Rosedale Renovations, DGC. Rosedale Renovations with the newer teams in FPF. DGC being the stalwart that we've seen uh, under the tutelage of Fody Vangelista. All right. Well, um, DGC. DGC faltered last week, not this week. 
All you right. just have to one up me with a description, don't you? I'm asking both of you for a description. You're just not doing your job. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> right my bad. My bad. Oh, Next I have to one up. All right, we have the South Shore Seamen. Say that three times fast. South Shore Seamen are a team made entirely of semen. <laughs> Versus Los Siete Amigos. Los Siete Amigos, they're undefeated at the moment. And they will stay also made of semen, by the way, because everyone's made of semen. <laughs> Everybody is at made least of semen. half, at least, at least. The others are uh, scientific somehow. But uh, Los Sietes, what's the what's the rest of that name? Amigos, amigos, amigos. six oh. friends. Isn't that seven? Seven. seven Come friends. on now, guy. One because job. they are seven and they show up as seven people, they will remain undefeated. Because they're friends, they will win. They're yeah. seven friends. Seven. Friends. Not six. Not <laughs> six. Seven friends. Yeah, because like six is unrealistic. Six seven. is just like tiresome. You're like, oh, I gotta play I, it. I really hope the roster is eight people. So one of them just like a random guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it? Was there a team oh. name like six fast guys minus Ryan at some point? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's the same thing. They that, probably stole that, their idea. No, but that's a joke. More and she's not a friend. Oh, last game him, of six D. Uh, last game of the week actually. Brewers versus Bud Knights. Is this another shutout game? Easy. Is their beer? Brewers, uh, Brewers and Bud Knights. Brewers have been steadily improving. Bud Knights. Some weeks they have the best defense ever. Other weeks they show up drunk as shit. All right. Well, I feel wow. like with those names they both show up drunk as shit. Unless well, Brewers is something else that I am on. But uh, Bud Knights defense is gonna is gonna be able to uh, stop the Brewers offense that needs help. Brewers still learning, but Knights get another shout-out this week. Brewers, shout out. Uh, I'm saying six points. Brewers name for Chris Murray, who uh, shares a love of brewing. Oh, nice. I do. So Is he better than Bold Brews? No. Mm, I feel like that's a biased opinion. Yeah, <laughs> and the right one. Is he better than you, though? No. I feel like that's... Is he better than your ball. partner? My partner? The one In you crime? brew it? Uh, no, he's very attractive. Ah, fair. I cool. said better. I didn't say more attractive. That's how I read people. <laughs> fair. Ah, I'm cool. very shallow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some really good games this week in Div 6. We're going to start off with the Dog Pound versus Scranton Stranglers. Ooh. Dog Pound is uh, a team. They look really strong so far. I like them. Headed by uh, Shane Feinberg. Um, the, Shane Feinberg asked me why they weren't in my, my uh, Elite 8 last week, and I told him I legit forgot. Um, <laughs> and That's not very they're good. playing against Two Eagle. Strand Stranglers, yeah. named after uh, the most uh, famous murderer in The Office. Yes. Well, uh, Dog Kobe Pound Scratch. is a very good team. Uh, they are going to bounce back from their loss against Pension Plan. If uh, if they prevent mistakes, they're good to go as a win. I'm sorry. Nobody likes Toby. Give me Dog Pound. <laughs> All right. Next game we're going to talk about is Fat Diablos versus Vic in a Box. Fat Diablos uh, is a team that three of us can play on. Um, <laughs> I feel like I fit Vic those qualifications. Vic in a Box has a snapper and Daniel Pizzatore, who's less fat. Lost about 20 pounds. Nice, I saw that. And Thought it was uh, else. dude's leading team in receptions and yards. Yep, it's going to stay that way. He is going to be a guy that is going to get 10 catches and uh, three of those for touchdowns. Thinking the box is fast. Five Diablos is not. That is a horrible. Speed uh, wins in FBF. Ooh, not okay. defense, piece. No, never. There you go. Dumb. That's what I was waiting for. Probably the best game of the week. Pension plan versus unknown talent. Ooh. Yeah. Bunch of old guys, bunch of young guys. Yes. Who wins? I feel like in uh, it will be a bunch of young guys because, as I said before, uh, the unknown talent, in my opinion, should be in the high Also, division. pension plan are all the coaches of, of the talent. younger people. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah, they yeah, might yeah. know their schemes, but I still think that uh, speed kills, like Simon said. and uh, don't find it, I think it's going to be beat down. Give me uh, unknown talent by 20. Ooh, 20. And then last game as well, last game of the week, Hot Sauce Sports versus NWO. I'll call it a mini rivalry for these guys. 
I guess. Well, We're you really played friends, so many though. times, so. <laughs> we played a lot. I've never beaten Mike Sanchez when he's been quarterback. How many losses? Sorry? How many losses? I think 0 and 2 or 0 and 3. Does that oh, include the game it. with the butt fumble? Uh, butt fumble? Wait, does it work? Mike Sanchez. Can't every time. Um, That's cute. NWO, uh, very, one of the recurring teams, Division 6. Same with the cast of Hot Sauce Sports. Uh, one of the teams has a very attractive quarterback, and that team is Hot Sauce Sports. Oh, wow. Well, uh, I disagree with that last statement you made, Pete. It's okay. People are wrong. People 33% are wrong. of the people yep. voted for Hitler, no, so okay. you're just one of those people. Okay, also 50% of them. Actually, no, what is it? 53% of America voted for Trump? You're also one of those people. <laughs> yeah, I might be one of those people. Trump is uh, horrible. But That's actually not correct. Is it? What is it, Eagle? Fact checker. You lost uh, the popular fact vote, checker. <laughs> You lost the popular vote, eh? I know. Also, but, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure there are more than 33%. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he, there was no choice but to vote Sorry? for Hitler. No, Hitler voted was thirty three percent. It was actually a vote for Hitler. He formed a coalition government and named him as leader. Don't you know your history? Yeah, but then get the fuck. Yes, <laughs> but the then fuck? there was another vote which he won. Like can I get your yeah, pick yeah, for the was. week, please? Oh uh, yeah, what was it? Again? All right, give me NWO. You did bring up Hitler, guy. Yeah, uh, NWO uh, Sanchez coming back after a two year hiatus. The butt fumble and the win. Yeah, Mark Sanchez, you suck. Mark Sanchez does suck. I mean, Mark's interest in FPF would actually be good. So this is a good time for us to do our awkward introductions. Oh, okay, introductions after the segment's yeah. over. Cool. My, my name is uh, Pease, and I uh, have my fiance pluck my eyebrows. Mm. So I have to say something stupid about myself. Yeah. Uh, my, name is, uh, yes. my name is Stefano, and I am overweight. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Simon. I've been working on this podcast for uh, too long now. Nobody cares. And I like to take off, you know those little plaques to plug in your electricity? I have to take him off and put him back on. Oh, I, I have a hundred to do at my house if you want. <laughs> Hi, my name is Eagle. Thanks for watching this show. Talk to you next week. How was that an introduction? I feel like you're cheating. You have to do it again. Well, no do one was going to do the outro, so I did the you outro. You have to do yeah. it again. Outro. Hate that word.